0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting. It has been a long, long time, but we are back and finally together once again to talk about uh all the news that has come out this month regarding the next gen consoles surprise surprise we're talking about video games again um but i'm i am excited ruthie and josh are back with me today i'm your host peter ruthie and josh are my co-host or tri hosts. i don't know how that works i always always think about that whenever i call you guys co hosts because it's not really co-hosting but anyways ruthie and josh
1: how are y'all doing i'm yeah go go ruthie go ahead. <laughs> all right
2: Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited to be back. Uh, I, I, ca- I know we, we've been trying for like the last couple of weeks now that everything, you know, we kind of got. So it just, things kept coming up. So I'm glad we're actually back today. So.
0: Yeah, it's like every week. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Ready to go? Yeah. And then the day of, it's like, oh, I can't do this today, guys. Like, you know, like, you know, first it was you the, two weeks ago and then it was me on Sunday. Like, I totally get it, but I'm just... I'm so happy to you you back and doing an episode, especially talking about um, these video games the video game announcements, because I have been able to, t- honestly, to God, honestly, God, I haven't been able to talk about with this with anybody. So, um, Josh, what about you, man? How you been doing? How you how's COVID life going for you? Doing fine.
1: Uh, working in an office. Uh, I don't know what you just been uh, grinding Warzone on my free time. Warzone. oh well
0: we we already talked about you built because you built a new computer and you gave us the specs and stuff so and you were talking about that earlier
1: well i'm actually i've been struggling to get good settings like to play on and i've been like doing a lot of research and trying to get the most out of it that that i can but uh i've been playing it mostly on console i think i'm gonna finally start doing it because i think i got the settings down right literally right before we started talking so probably after this i'll be doing that
0: You know, that's, like, one thing that drives you nuts about PC gaming is, like, sometimes you're just, like, dicking around with stuff so much constantly, and it's just really frustrating. Like, I got Red Dead Redemption 2 when it came out for PC. or not when it came out. I think I bought it, like, a year after it had come out. And I kept having issues with jittering, and then I found out that it was a common issue with a lot of people. And the same thing with Call of Duty. A lot of people had issues with high CPU usage, and I just kept dicking around and dicking around, trying to get it. So it wouldn't cause performance issues, and it's just really frustrating. And that's one of the things I don't like about PC gaming that I realized over the years since I bought one. Console usually you don't have those issues. So you just boot up, and it, your you, the performance is what you get, and it's consistent across the board. You know, you don't have things like that for the most part. But right, um, um, yeah. So this is a show. This is a new segment where I just want to, I just want to talk to you guys. I haven't talked to you guys in so long before we dive into these topics and just see how. How everyone is doing. I mean, I do miss you guys. We don't, I mean, we we podcast and we chit chat and stuff on Discord, but this is when we really, you know, we set aside our busy schedules and we can sit down and talk and record and do the podcast. So, um, Ruthie, I saw you had made some announcements regarding your YouTube channel, which was pretty, pretty freaking cool, I think. So, kind of maybe want to start there.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, It's so funny. Yeah, so I hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. So, congrats. Yeah, it's uh I it's funny because I have been working so hard and I um it started to reflect cuz I got all that big growth and picked up new listeners and like really uh people just coming out of everywhere just like, "Hey, you know, I've been watching you for a while and you're doing so great." And I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> because like I just have been working so hard and you know, now that I do like this all full-time, I still feel like I am so disorganized and I'm trying to like find my feet of like how to make my daily schedule, when you were like the CEO, creative maker, and like janitor of your whole thing, like (laughs) it is just so like, you don't have somebody on you like, okay, these are your tasks today, or okay, this is your quota, like you literally, it all comes down to you. And when you haven't figured out your system yet, you just kind of jump around and do things. And so I've been working on that. And it's just like, while I was working on that, I was getting this positive feedback. And it's been like a force of me to be like, it's okay, you're doing it, just keep going, and you're going to find that system or that magic groove that, you know, is your day-to-day, and it's going to be like clockwork after that. So, I'm trying to do that. And funny enough, that happened. I hit 10K, 10K subscribers, and then I think, like, a day later, somebody's like, hey, somebody on YouTube is stealing your content. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so, I've been dealing with that. Um, really?
1: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, no, they, because I'm a voice actress and I don't have video, uh, voice actor content gets stolen a lot. Uh, they'll just take it and put it to different video cards or animations and just load them up to their own channels. And the only way I would ever know is if somebody that happens to be in the listening pool points it out. And that's basically what happened. A listener, uh, this person got picked up in the ASMR algorithm and they were like, hey, wait a minute. This is Ruth that's speaking right now. That's not their voice. And so they told me, and apparently this content person hit, over like the course of a week, hit almost like 1,500 subscribers, but they had about 19 videos and none of them were theirs. Um, So a couple were mine. That that (laughs) That was going to be my
1: next question, was whether or not he or she had more subscribers than you.
2: Oh, no, no. If they did, it would have been a real problem. (laughs) So, But they had just started, and... um, uh yeah we weren't sure but i think the scummy thing is is you know it doesn't bother me it's not like i think oh they're taking my listeners because there's plenty forever there's plenty of room for everybody to have you know cross chairs for listeners it's just that like on their thing they were asking for you know um if you like my stuff go to this donation site and donate um you know because i don't work for money but what then in the
0: scumbag
1: really comments, okay comments, yeah hey You know what I say? Don't be a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, don't be shitty. (laughs) The
2: crazy thing is it was like, all my content is free. But then the first comment on every video was like, all my content is free. But if you would like to donate me directly because charity doesn't even go to me, you can donate to my PayPal. And then it had a PayPal email. And I'm like, so I'm pretty sure the charity was a scam or it was just a backwards way of trying to seem so nice. And then they also had a PayPal linked. Wow. So as soon as me and other people started reporting them, they started deleting all the PayPal links because you can't, like, you can get in trouble for asking for money, uh, you know, via on YouTube and stuff like that. It's a scam, basically. But hopefully the channel will be done soon. I put in the copyright strike and did all that stuff. And so hopefully, but it was just funny because I was like, yay, 10,000. And then the next day, someone's like, by the way, this person's still in your stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) So it's never ending.
1: I just. Wow. That's just an silly. insane thing to think about that. Just it's when you're coming so on the cusp exciting. of success, like as a creator, right. Well, somebody already has to. I mean, I'm not saying you're not successful. You know, yeah. No. yeah. But when you're coming up on the cusp of like, really, like you're in this position where you're like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed with how successful I'm being in such a short period of time because you had like, what was it like a four or five, six thousand subscriber growth in like the matter of the last three months yeah right? something well, like that I
2: actually um, and you're
1: doing it all yeah. on your own and to have somebody come and take that your content like that's got to be like soul ripping in my opinion yeah, it's you know?
2: frustrating well and it's frustrating because it's happened in the past um especially like on uh like I don't want to but I think a lot of people don't realize that this happens all the time and it's really hard when you have like like me I'm Ruthie Wren but obviously I have a legal name and anytime I put in a You've heard horror stories, but anytime you put in a copyright, an official copyright, you know, like, hey, take this down. This is my stuff. I have to put my legal name on that. And the only problem is, is that sometimes under certain circumstances, they can release that legal information to the person that got complained on. And I've heard that people have used that as a mean to track down people that they, quote unquote, want to stalk. So when you've heard those horror stories, you're like, oh, you don't want to put this legal stuff out there. You know, wow. like, and you just never not so that's a that. scary thing. Yeah, no, people have done it. I've heard a couple of horror stories. So every time I have to do that, I'm like, well, I'm not going to allow them to steal my content fake or not. But it's also like every time I click that, yes, send report, I'm like, I don't think I'm that big. I don't think I'm that great. But please, <laughs> like, don't share my shit out there. I shouldn't have to share my stuff. Like, in my opinion, like, obviously, this is my artist page. I've been around for three or four years. Go and look at it. When I posted this audio a year ago. She posted it five days ago. Obviously, it's me. You know, it's not me. Like, I have my own channel, you know, yeah. but it's crazy stuff. But it's happened. It's very frustrating when you work so hard and you're, you're doing it on your own or you're doing it with friends that work with you and stuff. And my editor that helps me and the writers. And then you go on places like people, like listeners are like, hey, is this you? And you find out it's a Patreon account that has used like 12 other voice actresses stuff and they've got like a thousand subscribers within a month. They're making $5,000 a month on content that isn't theirs. So then we all report them and stuff, but it's like, how long have they done this? How many alternates have they created? They obviously know where to find voice work and how to fly under the radar for so long and just like poach off of all our work. It's very frustrating.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's, that's crazy.
2: But, yeah. It's nuts. So, all we can do is just report and just keep going. And we just tell listeners, like, please, like, peruse the comments because that is some place that people will be like, that's not you. This is not you. This is stolen content. Because if nothing else, we try to do that. So we're like, peruse the contents, you know, like, make sure all the voices are consistent between their audios. That's one of the biggest flags we notice. We're like, if she has a high-pitched voice in one and then a low range in another, probably theft. <laughs> so, but that's all we can do. Just keep Man. working
0: <laughs> well well i'm sorry to hear about that ordeal but i'm happy to hear about your success um your recent success, you success on subscribers so that's it's well earned and so bravo to you and, and it makes me happy to know um maybe one, find him Die, hopefully,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hopefully hopefully one day ruthie won't decide that she's too big to and leave leaves nerds adulting for us but i west, <laughs> wouldn't be mad at you if you did anyway so um yeah, no. I mean, I I would watch actually a few times. I would, came came and hung out in your Twitch stream during work because you know I'm just sitting on, on my on my couch and I have my TV set up to my computer, so I just put it on and I think I was watching you play. Um, what's that pirate game? I can't think of the name of it. Oh, now. Sea
2: of Thieves. Yeah, I'm so sea of addicted. Thieves. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that was pretty. That was fun to watch you guys just you know do what you were doing and that was uh, um, enjoy, enjoyable. It's while you know, while I'm working, so it's pretty cool.
2: Um, yeah, I'm. But, I'm super. I love. I like streaming. I need to get back to it. I've just been so all over the place, and I've been addicted to Sea of Thieves. And I'm like, surely not everybody wants to watch Sea of Thieves every time I play.
1: Yeah, uh, but I think it's but,
0: different, you know. Like if you're I, an entertaining, which I'm not a Sea of Thieves fan, I could give two f's about <laughs> Sea of Thieves. But it was, I mean, I thought that with the content and the and watching you guys yeah, play it's like and fun the to banter, hang. yeah. And then you know, you talking to me and you talking to other listeners, and it's cool because. I didn't even think about it. Like all the people in there know who I am for the most part. Like, and, and I know half of the people in there too. At the, when I was in there, so it was just really cool. Oh, yeah, and I didn't. Like, um, yeah, and I don't
2: totally
0: cool. yeah, even, I I even think about that. Like you'll reference the show or the podcast in your stream, and then people will know me. And it's funny because you're. I was like, yeah, I'm just I'm just the guy that works in the background. Ruthie's the talent. <laughs> Ruthie's <laughs> the talent. I just put it all together. That's all I do. Josh and Ruthie. <laughs> So that's exactly what I said. Yeah. I'm
2: super, I'm super excited though, because actually something, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep everything on my stuff. I'm no. just trying to think of things that we've no, not. Send, thought
1: send Send it. it. Send
2: it. <laughs> Um, so I have actually, I'm working towards a total like goal of mine cause I'm, I'm very goal driven or the next project driven cause I'm always like that. I like to look for the next big thing. I'm very ambitious and I, I have although I haven't been streaming, which I will get back there. If you guys are listening. <laughs> I will. I'm coming <laughs> back pretty soon. Um, I actually, I have a goal whenever I hit a thousand subscribers or not subscribers, followers on Twitter, on Twitch, um, I want to do a 24 hour stream. But, like, to kind of give back, I want to do, like, a 24-hour charity stream, and it's going to be really lit. I want to pull in other streamers and, like, get some, like, camaraderie going. So, like, pull in group games on and off in the 24 hours to keep me going, to keep the charity going, and stuff like that. So I'm pretty right. hyped
0: if you want if if you need people i'm sure josh and i would be happy to hop on there for for some times i know yeah if you want as long as it's on a weekend
1: i'm down yeah
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, it'll be on a weekend because that's just when more people are around and stuff but i'm like totally hyped i'm like i just want to get friend games going and then basically uh i'm gonna have pretty soon like as i get closer to the goal because i think i'm at i think i'm 150 away followers so um i think when i get closer i'm gonna take a vote of like You know, what charities people would be interested in seeing, you know, uh, you know, us donate to and then um, basically like pick up shifts with other streamers and be like, I'm going to be doing like Call of Duty from this time to this time or Steve Thieves from here to here or Dead by Daylight or whatever, like, you know, and then just have people tack on and it'll be fun to keep me going for 24 hours. And then hopefully it'll just be getting some good charity going too. It'll be fun.
0: You know, what you should do is you should do a, a stream with a group of friends, like on a Discord chat with Among Us.
1: That would be hilarious. Oh gosh,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. we talked about that. We were like Among Us. Like, there's so many good group games out there yeah. and stuff.
1: Among be Us fun. or Fall Guys is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fall Guys. Guys.
2: Yeah, it'd be totally fun. So I'm pretty hyped. I like. I think that excites me more than anything. Like having that, like a 24 hour stream where I just have like different groups I go on without throughout the day and. We just like get together and try to keep everybody fired up and and uh, doing the charity stuff. So yeah,
0: be good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll, if if I'm not partaking, I will either be donating and or st- hosting or not hosting. Um, man, I'm just I'm I can't think today. What is the term in, in Twitch where you
2: hosting? It, yeah. Oh, it hosting. is
0: hosting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My br- okay. before we get into my my stuff that i kind of did my brain is fried right now so but anyways yes uh i would look forward to partaking and at least watching and and donating too so um josh man what about you what have you been up to nothing apparently
1: (laughs) nothing i've been (laughs) working (laughs) just grinding at life uh so actually uh this Season of Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, is the first season that I've completed. Like, I finished all 100 tiers. Usually I make it, like, in the 80s because I don't grind as much or I play very oh, passive. No. But this past, like, season has been very, very grindy. Uh, so I finally reached the 100. I, I got my money's worth out of what I paid into the Battle Pass. <laughs> finally for the first time, so I was pretty excited about that. Um, other than that, really, I've just been... Uh, doing, just living my life, I guess. I haven't really had any special projects. Uh, I can't really talk about Army stuff that's going on with me because of OPSEC, but some some things are moving with me, so I'll be working in a different area now. I'll probably talk to you guys about that maybe off of podcasts for, you know, Peter understands. Um, That I do. But other than that, I haven't really been doing much. I'm just been chilling
0: just living life just adulting no nerding just adulting (laughs) yeah well not because you have been a nerd you've been playing (laughs) yeah you've been playing call of duty though which is interesting because my friend ty and i you know ty we wanted to play something we were so he we kind of started playing nba 2k i mean i only played it a little bit i just hate that game that company so much (laughs) but it was one game i had to play with my friends and so we were looking for another game to play and we both installed Warzone, but then it was late at night and i had to do the tutorial and i was like Good night. <laughs> i'm not it was like at that point <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm not gonna do this tutorial right now and then we never played so it's on my ps4 installed and it's on my pc no it's not never mind because that thing is like 200 gigs so i, I remember i'm uninstalling it so um but um yeah for me man like I, we talked about it earlier before we started recording. Um, so I had a been studying for this exam for work. It's called CISP, uh, C I S S P, Certified Information Systems Security uh, Professional, and it's a doozy of a test. It's it's a three hour long test, one hundred and fifty questions, and it's just yeah, I was just I was burnt out. Um, by yesterday but i passed so that was like a nice nice thing so it's really great it's gonna be really great for my career it's sort of like the one congratulations of the, thank you thank you i appreciate yes. it it's um it's one of the um top you know sought after certifications in my field so that's why i was really happy to, to finally get it and i'm building quite a resume as far as certifications and stuff for my career so that's that's pretty cool unless podcasting takes off and i can make money off of that which um, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd be be very cool with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, nothing. Um, I was playing um, Divinity Original Sin, actually. I was playing that earlier this month a lot uh, before I started ramping up my studying. So, uh, And then the big thing, really, that I actually started was... So I'm a big Ridley Scott fan, regardless of how much I hate Alien Covenant. Uh, but I'm a big yes. Ridley Scott fan, and... He has a show, which he's actually not like the creator. That's Aaron Guzikowski, but it's called Race Bubbles. And I knew it was going to be entertaining, and I was pretty pumped about it, and it turned out to be really fantastic. And then I saw on Reddit there was quite a following, and then my buddy Brandon, I I approached him, and I said, hey, I wanted to do uh, a podcast based on the show and he agreed and so it's called crazed by wolves and we basically every thursday is when they is their release schedule so they have a funny release schedule it's thursday is so on the third they release september 3rd they released the first three episodes then the following thursday it was episode four and five and then the following episode after that it was um six and seven and then this thursday is gonna be seven and eight and then the following Thursday is going to be episode ten. So every Sunday, Brandon and I will record uh, our podcast and discuss uh, the show. And it's been—it's re- really taken off. It's—I mean, each episode is over 150 plays. I just posted the, the first episode on Sunday, and we're almost—we're over 130 plays. So it's—it's it's taken off. And it's doing pretty well. Woo. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying the show, Josh. I know you've caught up on it, um, but if you like sci-fi, it's—it's—it's it's, it's really good. And the writing is, is is pretty well done. I'm just really enjoying it and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: I from a sci fi perspective, uh it's very original, very creative. Yeah. I, so I'm thoroughly oh, I enjoying watch it myself. It. <laughs> it's really good. Like I sat down with my with my wife, with my wife April, and she uh she has a very open mind about sci fi stuff. It's not like her primary forte, but like if I sit down with her and watch something, you know, she can get into it. So uh which I love about her, you know. Um, but we sat down, we watched it, we were like, oh my God, like, this show is crazy. Like, this is insane. And then as the episodes progressed, we were just, like, jaw dropping every episode. There was something we were like, I can't believe, like, they thought of that. Like, what a unique thing to have. Like, it's so, it's such an intense show.
0: Yeah. It does a I really good just job. I
1: was
2: freaking out in the DMs, in the group chat. <laughs> it was I just know. Like, like, Pete was like, Have you watched it? And Josh was like, Is there more? <laughs> was yeah, right I now. know.
1: So I was, like Yo, I like, I was like, Yo, is there more? I was like, Yo, is there more? There's only five episodes. What is this crap? Like, I need more.
0: <laughs> I think that's one thing that a lot of people are confused about. But so, what's the like about that, though, is if you think about it, um we talked about this on the other podcast, but like, with Game of Thrones, usually you just say, Hey, have you watched the latest episode? And if they say no, you know they're not caught up. Or you can say, Um, you know, what season are are you on or whatever and you can kinda of have that discussion where it but when something like Stranger Things you have to have more of a conversation like, hey, okay, what was the last thing you saw? It's kinda of like what you have to ask before you can talk talk about it, right? So I think there's it's less of an effort when there's Trickled out content like weekly weekly episodes because you just say "Hey, did you see the latest episode and they say yeah boom you can have that conversation whereas um if it's stranger things you can't really do that oh what did you last see okay you saw that part okay well i'm at this part and then you got to like you know like you're walking in eggshells in that conversation so i kind of like the way they did this it's like a hybrid almost right um but yeah yeah, i mean a lot i think a lot of people are confused too because i was really confused because imdb had the schedule all sorts of wrong at first so but but yeah it's been if you guys haven't uh checked it out it's called crazed by wolves it's on pretty much any any place that you get um get you get your podcast so but it's been a lot of fun and brandon's brandon's awesome he's great he i think i love his mind the way he thinks about things and so i'm more of kind of like pulling the ideas from the show as topics and then he analyzes them <laughs> i think i do some but he does a great job so i mean check him out some lrm if you haven't seen it <clears throat> i haven't um, checked it out yet um all right well so that was pretty cool to finally you know see what you all have been up to and kind of talk but kind of want to get into the main topic you guys cool with that
1: yeah, Absolutely.
0: I'm just waiting for someone to just be like, no, I'm done. No. I don't. <laughs> can we go back to no, my content more? We right. can <laughs> cut it right there. Has anybody seen the boys? Ruthie's getting, Ruthie's getting too big for, for, for us now. <laughs> I'm not too um, big. I'm
2: just big minded. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I haven't um, seen the boys. I want to watch the boys too. Oh my gosh. I just need to start watching things.
0: Man, what are you doing, yeah. Ruthie? You stuff doing- is
1: going on with the boys. Stuff is to- happening with yeah. The Mandalorian. They're talking about. Fourth seasons already, and Pedro Pascal apparently is being a dick. Just, stuff's crazy out here.
0: Yeah, I have seen the first season of Twitch. the Boys. What was that?
2: Watch. I said I'll start doing that on Twitch. Just watch
1: parties. Like,
0: yeah, there you <laughs> go.
1: The with me. I'm <laughs> um, not caught up, and you are going to sit through it with me.
0: <laughs> well, you can do that on the Plex server. So that's what Josh was talking about. I run a Plex server uh, of stuff, um, and Josh watches yeah. it, and Ruth, you can you actually can,
1: you can yeah it's it's plex is free off the rip and then he shares his server with me so i get to see that stuff
0: yeah oh nice i'm not gonna talk okay. about the, uh about the, the the legalese behind it we're just gonna say i have stuff on my plex server that you can watch um but <laughs> anyways yeah so uh the boys i have uh actually i'm i've watched the first season i watched the first episode of season two and it was awesome And i just haven't had time to catch up to it but um that's not what we're here to talk about, right? We're here to talk about video <laughs> games. As much as I want to talk about that, we're here to talk about video games, because this month we saw a lot of things happen, right? We saw Microsoft announced their pricing and officially announced the Series X with the official specs, which we got to see. Um, we also got to see the uh, Sony also announced their price pricing and also their console specs. Well, the difference between, their, they have two systems as well. And then just what we said Monday, two days ago, Microsoft announced a huge purchase of uh, Cinemax. And I kind of want to talk about what that means for the future and what this means for the, the console war, or what have you. But um, I really want to talk about these two things, and I want to start with uh, the Series X and Series S. So uh, Microsoft Next Generation consoles, the Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S will be released on November 10th. The announced price, uh what oh, they announced on the ninth this month of this September, uh the price of the Series X, which is gonna be four ninety nine, and the Series S is gonna be two ninety nine. What did you guys think when you when you heard that? Um, Josh, how let you go?
1: I feel like uh those are competitive prices, especially for the S. Uh and then taking into consideration that it's kind of like downgraded equipment, right? Um I mean it's not that much more downgraded in my opinion, but I feel like it's a good trade-off for not having a disc drive and having the downgraded equipment. That's a fair price. That's like as much as the Switch when it first came out. You know, and Still you're getting like a full-fledged, yeah. But yeah, but uh, yeah, exactly. But you're but you're getting like this full next-gen console, you know, for 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 $300. So I'm I'm pretty impressed by the price point on the S. The X uh 499 price point is something I kind of expected. Yeah. Uh so i'm not really too surprised but i am happy to see that the series s will go on on that lower price point i feel like it's a power move because they did it and then playstation announced their stuff uh but i feel like they're ahead of the power curve but we'll talk about ps5 i guess here in a second
0: yeah ruthie what would you think about the pricing and the specs for the series s and and the pricing overall
2: uh, i I kind of agree with josh. i I think the four ninety nine is kind of where I expected it to be. Um, it, like that's where I thought the s kind of did surprise me being two ninety nine but I feel like like he said, it's very competitively priced. like it's a pretty good move um, and as far as looking like it definitely is like you said kind of like a count a downgrade of it, but it's still going to operate and things like that. So I guess it's just like if you want that extra umph, you know, like all balls to the wall then get the the X, if not get the S. So Yeah. You know I I mean that's
0: the Yeah, I think everyone pretty much agrees that the five hundred dollar price point was was what I believed was I also believed what was gonna be the price point for the for the Series X. And then I heard about all the rumors about the Series S and how it was confirmed um unofficially through uh certain releases by accident. Like I think the controller, they released the box of the controller. Someone got hands on it and it showed compatible with like series S, but I found it really interesting with the the series S it being a completely, so this isn't just like, this is like two complete two completely different systems as far as performance wise, which is what I found interesting most about the, about these two. And I'm not sure. So one, I think Microsoft has some confusing names and uh, a lot of people are gonna. A lot of people are gonna wind up. The joke is a lot of a lot of kids are gonna wake up Christmas morning with a Series S with a bunch of disc, a uh, bunch of game cases with games inside, and that's that's like the running joke I've seen on Twitter. Or they're getting the Xbox One um, X instead by accident because of the because of the the name mm-hmm. Series X. So yeah.
1: yeah, I saw a post somewhere where Amazon announced that the C the Xbox One S. That the sales were up like seven hundred and twenty-four percent this month, but I. W- but then they were. People in the comments were like, "Is this like? Is this a joke or is this real?" I didn't read the full article, because it was like a full-on article about it. Uh but people were saying in the comments section, uh, on the face of the article, like, "Do people realize that this is not the next-gen console that they're paying for?" Like, so I can understand that confusion where people are uh, that people are having, and then. At work, I was trying to explain the differences between Series S and Series X and 1X and 1S or 1S. <laughs> what? Wait, uh, wait, I'm confused so. already. Look at, li- <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. I'm, I'm doing it right now. But I was trying to explain the differences to oh, him. And he was, like, <laughs> he was <laughs> like, stop. He literally was like, stop. Which is the most expensive one that's not out yet that's about to come out? And I was like, Series X. And he was like, that's all you had to say because <laughs> I was trying to he was like I don't know which one to get from my kids and I was like well then series X because there's this and he was like slow down I don't understand any of that mumbo jumbo I can't do that what move on so I think that the naming the naming convention for these consoles is can be very confusing
2: yeah they're yeah. not good with like the name stuff something else I will point out that like as I'm thinking about it and like the time of year and how they're released and how their prices are, I think Microsoft is actually pretty smart in the fact that I think they're going to sell a lot of the S's because of price point. And then come in the spring, people are going to upgrade to the X.
1: Hmm. That'd be interesting be-
2: because I mean like, I don't know yeah, how I was about are going to go ask. Down, like, I, was I was about, about say, to ask
1: like, what's your thought process on that? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, my usual thought process is every kid wants the new console for Christmas. But if parents are getting everything else, then or even adults like November, December is when they'll buy. And if they don't want to pop that two extra hundred dollars, they'll go for the S and see how they like it. But let's be honest, when it comes to tech, if you know there's a better version out there, you will only handle the not so better version for so long. So my thing is, I don't know how things are going to go with COVID and everything like that and stuff, but come income tax time or early next year, people will be like, got a little extra cash, could just upgrade. And then Microsoft has literally oh, okay, told two yeah. systems to one family.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. That is interesting. I could, Yeah, I could
1: see that happening. Um, the S in the kid's room and the, the X for mommy and daddy.
2: <laughs> Yeppers or like, if you're like, oh, I upgraded, I'll just give this system to somebody else or something or they'll hit pawn shops or whatever, which they'll get. You know, chanked on. But, anyways.
1: <laughs> yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Um,
0: yeah, that's an interesting thought. I, I still not sure. I still haven't fully, I guess, uh, fully thought about what I think about this and that sounds so weird but i haven't really i just really don't know like i really don't know how this is going to play out once we get into Sony's system too i think i have an idea or i've had an idea of what like how microsoft is viewing this next gen console race right? so they're when we get into the purchase under max i can elaborate more but they're not like i said they're not worried about performance and being the having the best system right game pass is the future for them that's their future like that that's what Ties into the purchase of ZeniMax um, eventually won't, um, when we get to that after the, the PS4, PS5 stuff, but that's what their future is. That's why they were able to. That's why they wanted to launch a lesser console because it's just another avenue for people to play their Game Pass games. You know, they're so. All I in understand on, that on we're that. like
1: we're doing this podcast about this stuff, right? So I have to be a little bit honest and like maybe we can put a like a like some scratches on my nerd card i'm not i don't fully i'm like super confused about what exactly game pass is so if any of you can run it by me what exactly game pass is i would greatly appreciate it okay because everybody's saying that game pass is the future like you're not the first person that's told me that but i don't really understand what exactly game pass is
0: okay basically game pass is a monthly fee or 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 whatever it's a monthly fee and it gives you access to a library of games of which you can download, install it in your system, and play anytime that you want. So it's almost like Netflix for gaming is a lot of pe- how a lot of people um, phrase it. I don't consider it Netflix for gaming because that would be more of like PlayStation Now. Isn't that what their streaming game service It's not streaming games. It's basically a fee, and you get access to their library. That library may have games come and go. We've seen that already happened. But essentially, this is what Microsoft has pivoted to once, I don't want to say that they lost this console, but once they realized they could not catch up to Sony's console sales. Mm. Does that make sense?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you can get,
2: there's other perks to Game Pass as well and stuff. Like you can get perks and points and things like that. And then also, if you do decide you want to buy the full game in case you think it's going to leave, you get discounted prices. So,
1: yep. oh, okay. But where it
0: gets confusing is there's a game right now. I don't know if they're going to change this, but right now there's a Game Pass for PC, and then there's a Game Pass for Xbox, or you can get one that's combined. Because some games are are on both systems, right? Some games are not. But I think all all Microsoft's exclusives. One thing that they have. All, so this is where I'm going to get. I, I want to get into the the purchase, but I'm holding off. But all all Microsoft, um First-party titles they've already announced will be on Game Pass, so you don't have to buy them.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they're then, there. What what's the price point for the subscription?
0: I think right now it's ten dollars, but usually like the first month free. There's a if you there's a whole like way if you actually, I don't know the specifics behind it, but I know if you have Xbox Live and then you basically if you have like 10 months left on xbox live you pay ten dollars and that will give you 10 months of game pass as well so so what people are i think that's how it works and what people are doing is buying like three years of xbox live and it's only costing them like i don't know thirty dollars or whatever it is thirty six dollars to get game pass for three years to go with it i'm not sure that's still working yeah it's crazy and it's still working i think don't quote me on it you can google it but there is some weird way that you can get game pass for an extremely long time for very very cheap
2: and then if you have um uh microsoft works with or game pass and everything uh goes through discord as well so if you are a discord nitro user every few months you will get three free months to game pass
0: that's pretty cool i didn't know that yeah that's pretty cool
2: yeah you should get like uh like i just got mine and stuff and it says you got your three months of free game pass again or, I mean, like, again, or it does it systematically, but I've already gotten the pass before, and I've used it, and so now it's like, you have three months. You have to redeem this code by uh, November something
0: hey, and stuff. Right now, it's all great. Just wait until <laughs> just wait until they have this stranglehold on this, you know, because they're just trying to get people to buy in. That's what they're doing right now. Just wait until everyone's doing this, and then, boom, it's 20 bucks a month. Fifteen bucks a month, and there's no deals. There's no secret way to get it really cheap. You know that's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for. It's great now, but I'm not paying ten or fifteen dollars a month for that. That's just me right now. That's how I view it. So it's great right now. I'm not denying that it's a fantastic deal. They have a great, great library. They have a lot of good first party. They can play all the Halo games, whatever. But I just well, yeah,
1: you're saying exactly because it looks really good right now because there's no competition directly.
0: And they're trying to get. They're trying to build a user base. Right. right. So, um, all right. gonna kind of, okay. I want to kind of dial back because we're going to talk about Game Pass a little bit more when we get into the Zen deal. I've said that reference had like six times already. But anyways, so I just want to go over a few things with the, the <laughs> S and, and the S and the X, which is interesting to me. So, um, the processors are about the same. Um, it's 3.6 gigahertz for the Xbox Series X, and then 3.6 gigahertz for the Series S. No big deal there. I'm not going to tear flop count. Um, it's actually pretty significant it's four teraflops for the s and 12.15 basically it's just a measurement of calculations for graphics processors so it's a nice little number you can put to say hey i can do this better than you can right it doesn't necessarily mean uh performances that much better but it's a nice it it is better it's just a way to, to quantify it
1: teraflop is such a weird word
0: yeah it is um Sounds like a Transformers name
1: to me. Like, yeah, I like, I, I've never Badge heard that. I've never heard that word <laughs> until what? this most recent. Until this, different. yeah. I was saying I'd never heard the word teraflop until the most recent like console uh, uh, beatdown that's happening right now.
0: Hmm. You I'd know,
1: never heard that word before.
0: You know what's interesting though, because like a lot of people are talking about performance between the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. So the Series X. I don't have the numbers on me, but I know the series X has more ter- can, can do more teraflops than the PS five, but the difference in power percentage wise is less than the difference of power that the PS four had over the original Xbox one and teraflops. You know what I mean? So when the Xbox one came out and the PS four came out, the PS four was significantly more powerful than the one. If you remember like battlefield four was only like 900 P, uh, Resolution on Xbox One and it was full 1080p on uh, PS5, but this go around the Xbox Series X is more powerful, but the percentage of the different the difference in percentage is much less than it was last generation. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. I I don't want to confuse anybody, but I was reading that article, and I was like, what? That's really weird. I think it was on on Verge that I'm referencing. But anyways, okay, so Series X has 16 gigabytes. The S has 10 gigabytes, both GDR6. Um, The one thing, the last thing, that that, the one I want to talk about that made my, that perked my my eyebrow, I did the people's eyebrow when I saw this, was the Series S has a 512-gigabyte internal hard drive, and the Series X has a one terabyte hard drive. So Call of Duty alone right now is over 200 gigs. That's almost, that it's almost half of that drive. Can you imagine? I mean, I get you know compression rates and stuff for, for games and the assets are, are compressed and they're not. But games are getting bigger. That, to me, is pretty small. I don't know if it's going to be easily upgradable. I know NVMe is really easy to upgrade on a PC or on your laptop, but that's what stuck out to me, and that's what I wanted to see what you guys thought.
1: I mean, I guess it goes to show, like, I mean, a lot of people complain about the file size of Call of Duty, but you can, you can bracket installs on it. I don't know if people know that you can do that. For the people that live that are listening right now, in case you don't know, you can divvy up your installs. So, like, let's say you're exclusively only play uh, Warzone. So, if you exclusively only play Warzone, you don't have Spec Ops, you don't have any of the uh, anything like that, or you don't have the multiplayer. Then the game is not as large. But if you have like the full game and you have multiplayer installed, the multiplayer assets installed, you have Warzone installed, you have Spec Ops installed. You have survival installed. You have all of the all of the assets for the game installed. It's going to be around 230, 245 gigabytes. But you can uh, segment it and uh, uninstall things that you don't use so that you can make up space on your hard drives. So, like for example, I don't have I don't play Spec Ops at all, uh, or any of the co-op stuff. So just Warzone and regular multiplayer. My game is only sitting at like 116 gigabytes right now but like I said like that's because I keep that stuff separated and I still have enough space to have maybe like 9 or 10 games on my PS4 at once right well, now and there's people that are telling me oh I can't I, I have no games installed because it's just all my whole console is just committed to Warzone but 100 and something gigabytes for one game that's primarily a shooter game the worlds aren't even that big you know the textures are really high but the worlds aren't even that big you know it's still a lot but I guess that's just their, their decision to keep the, the file sizes that large. And maybe they're dealing with their own issues with compression that I don't understand because I'm not a game developer. But well, what I'm getting at, are, though, yeah, what, what I'm ahead.
0: saying, what I'm getting at is whatever Call of Duty is doing, I, I mean. If you can, well, whatever you're saying, yeah. that's great and hunky-dory, whatever, and I'm showing my age yeah, with my well, phrasing right the there. Point, the
1: point that I was trying to get at, the point that I was trying to get at is that we don't know, who knows, it could be a good thing, it could be a bad thing, because in the future we don't know how big, how big games are going to be.
0: But if you modern know, because if, if modern convention or if just games that we see now, the average size is what I would be willing to say 80 to 100 gigs, and that, that drive is going to be less than 500 because of... The it's not five hundred twelve gigs. It's like you know, that's not how our hard drive space works. There's
1: right, uh, right, yeah. And top has, of that, you have the OS
0: up. and you have other st- uh, yeah. cache and you have all Abs- all sorts absolutely. of stuff on there. So it's not even. I would I would say it's probably gonna be about four hundred and thirty gigs. I'm just saying. Imagine that's only like four games. We'll say five that you can have installed right. at any given time. I mean. Legit AAA titles. I'm just saying. I that made me think like as a digital only
1: system. Ah, uh,
0: just. You know, just I don't know. You I'm prefer, just a little. I'm questioning. If
1: you if you flip flop if you flip flop between games a lot, you better hope you have fast internet.
0: You're right. Exactly, <clears throat> Ruthie. What did you think yeah. about the drive size? Did that bother you at all? You, you think that um, meh.
2: I mean, it kind of does. Considering like I do feel like games are going to get bigger, or like some of them are anyways, or like some of the biggest franchises. But at the same time, I'm also like, I've been. I'm very like ocd about untouched games on my hard drives Mm -hmm. so like i am like religious about like looking at what's on my hard drive and deleting something i haven't touched in like two weeks so like at the same time like i feel it can be an issue especially if they're gonna be as big as like the 200 gigs um yeah because you can only have like you know on the regular one only four or five games max um but I feel that I delete so religiously that I feel like it may not be an issue for me. Um, and then I guess my my other thought is, is like nowadays getting like SSDs, or not SSDs, but like external hard drives and stuff, it's been a thing for a while. So I think those are easily accessible to get. It's a pain in the ass, but I mean, I think almost everybody nowadays has at least one or two, some sort of external hard drive or space savers. So I feel like, It may not be an issue, but it is an annoyance.
1: I have a three terabyte sitting on my desk right now.
2: I feel like the fact that it only went up to one terabyte, though, does seem kind of annoying because like the last one was that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there should be more space. Like, like, I just feel I don't feel like it was that big of a problem to have more space on it or in my head. But honestly, also, I don't make consoles, so I don't know (laughs) But I just feel like if the last ones had one or some had two or whatever, so I'm like, why would they go down? Why would they sit at one again? Like, but especially with how much uh, things update.
1: Isn't this SSD custom made for the Xbox?
0: No, that's the PS5. This is a standard NVMe. Okay, that's the the main difference between. Because I was
1: gonna say like, if it to be completely honest, if it went up to two two terabytes, let's say two terabyte uh, PCIe NVMe, like. PCI, uh, I'm sorry, uh, NVMe SSDs are like really expensive right now, and so even a two terabyte can run you up like 200 dollars. So, if that, that was part of the console, it could only drive the price up. So I think well, for, to keep a, compe- to, a com- to keep a, yeah, but to keep a competitive price point, you know, they they have to take that hit on on lower storage, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I just as a digital only console, I think that might some people are gonna have issues with that. That's it was like it's a minor thing. You no, know, it's not huge, but I don't think a lot of people. I think the majority of people that are buying that console aren't looking at that. But again, again, I think people are gonna be buying that for their kids and then buying games along with it. And then, oops, you know, maybe at GameStop they'll tell you. I mean, if you're if you're a competent game advisor, as they're called. They would probably explain to the to the customer that you need this digital only. Um, but I don't know. I just thought that was a uh, kind of interesting. I thought, I thought it was kind of small for uh, for a digital only console, especially in today's day and age. But uh, moving on, uh, I don't have anything else. Is there Anything else you guys wanted
1: to to add to the Series Xs? Well, oh. well to not I don't want to like beat a dead horse, right? But like I just said, the for the people that don't or that are listening that might not understand this, right? So like that one terabyte NVMe you're sitting the median price for something like that depending on the brand but the median price is about 160 dollars and then if you wanted to upgrade to two terabytes that's like 350 like the highest one that i've seen and then like 270 for like the lowest price point that i can see for a competitive good brand that maintains speeds and doesn't uh fail so for people that might not be like that are that might be complaining like oh I want more memory like you want more memory you have to pay more money like so in order to keep a competitive price that people are comfortable with paying or the people they assume that people will be comfortable paying especially during the holidays when they're trying to get gifts for their whole family or whatever uh, they have to keep a competitively uh, priced memory card or not memory card but uh, memory device in the system so that's just for people that might not be thinking about that. And they're selfish and just thinking about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. So now we're moving on. Let's talk about Sony. All right. We, we talked about uh, Series X, Series S. We also found out this month Sony's price point and what they were going to be launching. So Sony announced on September 16th that the PlayStation 5 will start at 4.9999 dollars and goes on sale November 12th. Also, there's a PS5 digital edition which will be released the same time and cost three hundred and ninety nine dollars. Now the main difference in comparison to the Microsoft Um Xbox Series S and X is that the lower version of the PS five is exactly the same as the higher um more expensive version minus the drive. So it's an interesting an interesting um choice by them and it makes me just really i'm really just interested in seeing how this console generation is going to play out um what did you guys think about that ruthie i'll let you go on ps5
2: um so my thing um is i was kind of confused about like which i was going to ask you because i know you you i know you're more playstation so you probably could explain it better but I was confused at, like, the difference between, like, digital version and, like, hard, like, console version. Like, I really didn't understand. I was trying to, like, look into that more, but
0: well, series S it confused is me. I'm like, series I don't understand. Series S is the same. Series S is digital only because there's no drive with the Series S either.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. So, so it's kind of like a, okay, gotcha. So the, That's yeah, what but, I was wondering.
0: The series but the, S- thing is,
1: the thing is, like, from my understanding from what I've read and what I've seen is that the... X the place the PS5 digital only version will not be downgraded. It won't have downgraded exactly. uh, internals. It'll same be the system. same console. The only thing the only thing that's not that's missing is a disc drive. So the processing power, everything is oh, the same. Okay. It's the same machine. It just doesn't have a disc drive.
2: So that would be that would explain why they only went down like a hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. I mean, see, or it
2: could be that could be speculation. You know why they went down a hundred. Why it's a hundred dollars less and not two to be competitive with the S. Yeah. Right. But it does have all the fire power, so this, this power of the powerhouse of it.
0: And that right yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen, is why I'm seriously interested to see how this generation console will go out. Because you didn't know. You were like, oh, well, that, wait, what? You know, like, you, you're just a little confused. And this is exactly what's going to happen to millions and millions of people. And I'm wondering how that's going to affect... The sales, you know, in the future, because it is confusing. You know, only reason why we know this is because we read it every day, and it's you know, it's our interest. But if it's just an average person trying to buy a console for somebody or for their children, it's really confusing. Like, really confusing, I, I think.
2: Oh yeah, it totally.
0: Is. Yeah, agreed. Um, but so that being, I just thought I don't have much to add to the PS to the PS5 myself. Josh, do you have anything you wanted to add to that?
1: Uh, so in case. Uh, more on the whole thing that people might not know. So uh, PS5 is stating that it can run at 120 frames per second. Now, that is true, but the thing is, right, there's a catch. So in order to get uh, full 4K at 120, you'll require a TV that supports HDMI 2.1. Now, those televisions, I have only recently just hit the market, so they're pretty expensive. So like a a, a 32-inch Television that has uh, this port, this HDMI two point one port, uh, they run about two grand right now. So, Damn. in order to in order to get the most out of your PS five uh, at that one twenty, you're going to need uh, a television that supports that has this 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 capability. But otherwise, you're going to be locked at full four K uh, sixty frames.
0: It reminds me of PCMR when people spend all like thousand dollars in their desktop and then buy yeah. like a. Uh, a hundred dollar monitor like dude you're not getting any of the benefits of it Um, exactly yeah that's and that's that's a a good point which is interesting though because you can some tvs have 2.1 or compatible hdmi 2.1 but don't support 120 frames per second because i've seen that as well my tv actually is one i bought a visio v series and it supports 2.1 but it doesn't do above 60 frames per second um yeah Yeah, I don't really have much to add because between the two, I, one I thought the the Series X release and all the price points is was interesting because of the difference in specs between the two, and then Sony, we all kind of knew this was going to happen. There was a rumor. I think we were all curious, but I think, I think Sony wanted to go, was going for the six hundred dollar price point, like everyone like it was rumored to, but since Microsoft came out first, they're like we have to launch at five hundred because. One of the big issues with last gym was Xbox One came out at five hundred dollars and the PS four came out at four hundred dollars. And I think that significantly affected sales, among other things too. But I think that was a huge issue for gamers at the because they didn't because they were bundling the connect. That was Microsoft's whole thing. It was like where you have to you have to get to connect with this. And no one wanted that. Yeah. There was no reason yeah, to get it at the time. Yeah. Um but there was no like killer ip that you use to connect either so like i mean you could talk to your xbox so cool but um xbox turn off yeah did you see the, <laughs> do you guys remember like when that first came out people were changing their names to like xbox something and they would put like E-C-K-S. Xbox Turn off. yeah they'd t- t- turn it into xbox turn off and people were like come on xbox turn off no 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 and you just they posted the video it was pretty funny um yeah. i was just thinking about that they like
1: Xbox, turn off. Stop blocking me. Wait, no, 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 no. Beep.
0: <laughs> um, so before we the last before we jump into the last topic, uh, do you guys see about the pre order issues? I actually did try to look and see if I could pre order a PS Five, and I didn't even know like it was already over with. Like the next day, they were like, "Nope, we're sold out of reservations," and nobody like knew. Like, what to do.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I tried to look at information as well. I tried to get on uh, PlayStation hardware, which is, like, an official retailer of PlayStation uh, uh, devices. Um, and Amazon Best Buy. On Amazon, a lot of people were saying that I was literally sitting on this page, refreshing, waiting for it to go live. And, like, fin- when it finally went live and I hit refresh, like, it, was, it already said out of stock. And I was that's like, crazy. "Whoa, that's insane!" And then now you're seeing people like scalping, you know, pre-order codes, like so, for almost ten grand. I've seen some like they're they're trying to like, oh, I got a pre-order code, that's, ten thousand forever, and so they're like auctioning it. You know,
0: about that though, that there's actually so, so there's a bot war going on. Someone created a bot that so people two people do is they create these bots. This happened with the um. The mm-hmm. the graphics cards. They create these bots to immediately um reserve these or whatever and, and do it. Yeah. And then what other people have done now is they created bots that would drive up the prices on eBay. They the bots would create an account and bid on these devices and drive up the price so no one will buy them. That's why you're seeing them for like ten thousand dollars no one's buying them for 10k these are bots doing it maybe somebody is but for the most part it's like a bot war going on we're all freaking suffering look man
1: yeah what what, I, what am i saying don't be shitty
0: yeah <laughs> um,
1: i saw one person like one person posts like oh i got four reservations i got one for me one for my man one for my son one for my my cousin something like that and people are, are like yo like you're a piece of shit, like <laughs>
2: <laughs> just say it, you're kind of a bitch, okay,
1: <laughs> exactly, just like just invite them all over to your house, like they don't need one, <laughs> um
0: <laughs> well, not actually, it wasn't even Sony that had issues. Xbox seemed to have at least they they gave out like I know gamestop had listed numbers on their on uh like on their uh, pay this paper they put out like how many reservations I have so people would know when there was that line I mean that was a little bit better but people still struggle getting reservations for that so I mean looking at both Ruthie I'll let you um, close out this topic before we move on to the Zenimax deal
2: uh, Looking at both of them? I'm sorry what
0: did you say yeah. you cut out on? Oh uh, both to- both the pre-orders because Xbox had some issues it was a little bit better but it's still a clusterfuck for, mo- for pretty much
2: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's just, like, the whole year and, like, everything, like, I'm thinking about, like, the beginning of the year when we were talking about how, like, their presentations of the new consoles and the pre-orders and now the pricing and, yeah, like, all this stuff, it's, I, I, like, I'm just such a loyal person, I'm like... Microsoft and Xbox are going to get it together sometimes, but at the same time, it's just a big mess some days. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I do agree, though. I really do think that they're pushing towards the Game Pass thing because uh, I've been watching, and actually, like, now that I think about it, like, as we've talked about it more and you you were talking about that, um, hearing, like, a lot of people talk about Game Pass lately, like, in my friends and stuff. I don't know. It's I guess because I'm talking to more streamers now or um, you know, Friends, I've been playing online games with a lot more friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's on Game Pass," you know. Like, and so, like, we all have these games that we're figuring out, and like, so yeah, I really think they're going to push for that and stuff, and and I know we'll talk about that kind of a little bit uh, when we talk about their latest move. Um, But so I don't know. I feel that I still, as far as the consoles themselves, I still feel the way I felt when we talked about how I feel that as far as presentation and running and stuff, I feel that you are looking at like American muscle versus, you know, American muscle box car versus something, you know, Italian racer driven. Like it's, it's style versus, it's bulk versus, uh, you know, speed and stuff. And people are going to like what they like for certain reasons. I think the names are are part of the clusterfuck. And Mm -hmm. then the fact that there's two versions and people don't know what digital, like, Like, the fact that it said digital only, but then Xbox didn't say that. It just says Series S. So, it's just, like, it's going to be confusing to, like, the normal people, you know, or just normal people that are out buying. Or parents. Like, let's be honest. Not normal people, but parents that are buying this for, like, their kids, you know, they're going to be like, I don't know. They're just going to go based on price. And I think that's why I think the smaller systems may go first. Or, like, the cheaper systems may go first. Um, So, but who knows? I don't yeah. know. I'm interesting to see how it plays out and stuff. I feel like I still, I still kind of feel I think the cheaper ones are going to win out in the beginning because of all the confusion and stuff, and people are like, "Well, let's see how the lesser system goes," um, and then I, I think I, people will buy the expensive one later.
0: I think that um, I think that the problem though is that we already saw that the lower, the cheaper systems there's lesser there's less lesser available. Less available. I oh, can't talk. English is hard. Less available for the small for the cheaper versions, I think, is what's happening. But I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with the most. I, th- I think it's an interesting dynamic or, or metaphor how you – like American muscle versus uh, import, you know, import not muscle but import performance. And so it's, actually, that's a very good analogy because you have a box – it's a spec box, you know, it's top of the line best stuff you can buy right now. well, and just
2: it, the shapes of them too Exactly. like if you just like I mean, like come on, like I'm an Xbox girl, but but I also love American Muscle. so I'm like, oh yeah, it's bulky. it's got the edges, it's very sharp, you know, and tough looking and then you've got the very sleek curved edge with the blue and the lights and the black and the white. It's very like very import sleek, you know, race you know or like Ferrari kind of look, you know, and I'm just or like Lambo. So I just think, like, it's such, to me, that's in my head, that's how I'm working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think it's a great analogy. I like it. And just going into, the, like, the, the Sony hard drive, uh, you know, it's custom made and it's super fast. It's going to be faster than what's in the, the um, Series X. You know, it's just, I think it's a great analogy. I like that. I might have to steal that from you when I'm ha- talking to other people, like, outside of the podcast or at, at work or something. <laughs> yeah. I won't let right. you
2: down. Copyright thing. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your, your peeps will. I, just, I mean, your peeps will get me. I'm sure they will. Die. Oh, yeah. you, you got, die, some, you got thief. some loyal, loyal uh, listeners. So, um, all right. The last topic uh, ties into everything like I said. So Microsoft. We found out on Monday, Microsoft purchased uh, ZeniMax, which is parent company of Bethesda, and you know, they also, which includes. Um, uh, games like follow, the follow games, Elder Scrolls, Doom. Oh, they also own ID Software, which is known for Doom, Rage, and the Wolfenstein games. So um, that the move grows the development studio to twenty three, seven point five billion dollars for this purchase. And like, man, I don't know. At first, I kind of thought like, if you can't if you can't beat them, buy them. That's what I was thinking at first. But then I thought about it more, and this is what we're talking about Game Pass. That's what this is about. This is for Microsoft to include these games in their Game Pass for 10 bucks a month, And whereas Sony, you have to buy that game for 60 bucks or 40 bucks, whatever it costs. And, it's a, and I think it's good. I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into exclusivity for Doom, Rage, and Wolfenstein because that doesn't make sense to me because you're spending $7.5 billion on this and you're going to hold it to your console for all these games. Right, That wouldn't make sense to me if I was Microsoft. I would still want these games on other consoles and make a profit, but I also want people to to buy into Game Pass, so we'll include it in Game Pass. I think that's what they're going to with this. Um, So what do you guys think about that and the purchase and everything? Josh, I'll let you go.
1: So my fear, to be completely honest, is retaining exclusivity. Because so... uh, Sony is known very well for its exclusives like powerhouse exclusives. Um I mean Microsoft and Xbox they have their own exclusives but like real powerhouse exclusives like have been primarily like a PlayStation thing for the past few years. Yeah. Um but so I'm um, not but but uh so that's what kind of like scares me because I mean, I I already plan on getting a a digital PS5 myself, and then maybe down the line, seeing as how if it becomes an exclusivity issue with uh, Microsoft, maybe either getting things on PC if I ever do manage to upgrade to a fucking 3080.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just built
1: this thing, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'll just have my buddy send me one from Canada. They have enough. Um, Or getting a a, a series s you know what i mean i mean i haven't owned an xbox uh or a microsoft uh gaming console in like 10 years almost
0: probably since Since the 360
1: since the three since the 360 yeah and uh so it's it's i don't know i think i'll have to wait and see how it goes because i'm what i'm really afraid of is the exclusivity thing really for me because like i love game narrative and i love game worlds and I love the places that video games can take us as individuals um, and as people, like as a group. And if something is an exclusive experience, you know, uh, and if it's good and I'm I'm interested in it, then, you know, I'll do what I can in order to get that experience for myself. But it's not going to be an initial purchase for me. It might be like a later down the line after things mellow out and we see where it goes. You know, and that's 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 where I sit on the purchase. What, what was your question?
0: And so you know, uh, talking about the exclusivity thing, like the way that I look at like Sony. I guess this, I don't want to say it this way, but the way I think most Sony did it, like the right way. I don't want to say it that way, but that's how I, how I'm phrasing it. Like Sony had these studios, they built these new IPs from the ground up, you know, and it was like all internal and it was all done on their side. And what's what Microsoft is doing? They're just like, you know. we'll we'll just buy you guys and then we'll we'll just take it all and then we'll keep it for for us i think that's really i think that's a bad look it's not like you know it's not homegrown it just feels wrong to me in that aspect of of exclusivity it's almost like sports super teams and people just joining together that's how i how i look at it but then that's when i thought about it and i I don't think that's what's going to happen um but ruthie i'll let you go now um to talk what do you what are your thoughts about all the things we talked about with this purchase
2: Uh, I was also wondering, like, you, like, I'm not sure. um, I was wondering if, like, you know, because they bought it and stuff, because it was a big buy. Like, there's, like, big names in there. Um, and, uh, And I have seen so many, like, Bethesda memes right now. Like, they're starting to surface about. You know, maybe we can get that update or something. I don't know. Like, it was just so funny. Like all these, because a lot of people love Bethesda games, but a lot of Bethesda games uh, fall short on like maintenance and things like that. And so a lot of people are like, maybe they'll, you know, they can get that last little bit of right. Um, well, you mentioned this.
0: Bethesda real quick. They already announced that they're going
2: to keep like the the internal structure is right.
0: Yeah. Well, they announced that they won't be exclusive to X- Xbox. At least Bethesda games won't be. That's what they said.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No. uh, Yeah, because I think I was reading that, too. Like, Bethesda won't be exclusive, but they're going to basically, like, they're umbrellaed under, like, they're going to be under, but they're also keeping a lot of Bethesda. Like, it's almost like they don't want to come in and, like, shake Bethesda up. I think the buy for them is going to be like, hey, we're going to give you some resources and things like that. And obviously, since they bought them, they're going to be, like, obviously not having to pay for things. So they have that money that they would to like filter into resources to Bethesda to help maybe give them some more push. Yeah. I guess. But I was wondering that too. I was wondering about the exclusivity thing. A lot of the games that were listed and a lot of, well, a lot of the studios that were listed, a lot of those games I love and play or have been really big on Twitch streamings, like streamers right now. So I, I think it's all like, it was a very big move. Um, uh, I don't think it's smart. well I don't think it's smart to make everything exclusive like I agree with you like I don't think it's a smart move it does look kind of like big bully a little bit (laughs) it's like bully like we're just gonna you know take all this and not let you have any of it but at the same time I think that it will give them an advantage like Josh said how I, I, I agree with Josh actually I feel like some of the biggest exclusive titles to one console or the other have been on PS5 I feel like they have Um, and there's been plenty of games that come out on PlayStation or not PS five, but just PlayStation. Um, and I feel that I've seen them and I'm like, man, I want to play that, but I don't have a PS, a PlayStation and it's not worth it to get it for like the few games that it would be, but,
0: but it is. Do it. Yeah, but it is. Make the it jump. Is.
2: No. <laughs> Make the jump. My, my brother us. is always telling me that. He was like, just get a PlayStation. And <laughs> I go, no. I will never. <laughs> God of War. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not getting it. Because I know as soon as I do, he'll be like... He's like, see, I told you, Hose ain't loyal, and I'm like, shut <laughs> up. Like that's all. That's really the only reason now he wants me to jump shit. But it's uh, it's funny. But I feel like it will give him the chance to get some of these huge exclusives, you know, that they've never really seemed to match up against PlayStation, um, in my opinion. But yeah, I think for them to just take it all, I don't think it would be the best move. But that being said, now that they've purchased, they all, you know, the money they would have used to bid and to get them or to spend. They're saving that in the long run. So I think it was a really good move. And I think, if anything, I think it kind of solidifies how we had the debate earlier in the year when COVID was going on. That while a lot of places physically out there in the world have suffered, entertainment and online gaming and all that stuff has gone up. Mm -hmm. And it just shows that they've had the money made to be able to make this purchase. Like $7.5 billion dollars. It's yeah. big it's a big chunk of ch- I laugh cuz in the article you shared it said in cash. Like, yeah. I Just imagine them like walking Yeah, in, like, in
1: like, cash like with so briefcases, nice. guys with guns <laughs> like...
2: <walking> in like <laughs> It just made me laugh, like, this is our COVID... Mu- like, I'm sorry, that was a bad tasteless joke. But, like, honestly, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought true. of. That's like,
1: true, what you yeah. said about so the in-cash. Are... It like, had me thinking, too, like, you got the stuff? Yeah, I got Yeah, the stuff.
2: like, I really did imagine them, like, walking in-cash. Like, I just imagined some kind of, like, mafia thing, and I was, like, cracking up. I was like, why is this so funny to me? You're mm-hmm. just boardroom and stuff, and then some of these companies are, like, looking around at each other. So, it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I think it was a very smart purchase, considering everything that they got... Um, I hope that it's more of just a save us money and get us some exclusive ends than instead of like, let's go in and shake everything up. It doesn't seem like that right now. That's my thing. When somebody big, when something bigger buys something smaller, I'm always worried about like, I guess, cause I'm a, I consider myself a small time creator. I think of like the small time creator, like getting absolved into the bigger way of doing things and they kind of lose their art or their drive or their writers or whatever it is. So I think that's just my thing. Um, they, but that's the perspective I'm coming from.
1: They lose control.
2: Yeah, control. They use creative control. Like they lose that because it's just like, hey, we've got numbers and quotas and we spent a lot of money on buying your your studio. So you need to do things our way, you know, or like this, you need to, sh- you know, get in line with us. And a lot of times they'll lose that creative control or that vision that they had just trying to make it on their own. Right. And so I feel that it's, you know, I, I just don't want games and these producers of them to be negatively influenced in that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff can happen. Like the first thing I said to my friend was like, if, yeah. if, these are, if these are exclusives and they can maintain the quality of these games and releasing new games in these um, um, IPs, then yes, this is going to be a great get. But we've seen like, Bungie has stumbled... Not Bungie, I'm sorry. 343 Industries has stumbled since they took over the Halo franchise. And, and, and again, too, a lot of people think, okay, it's great. Like when Microsoft bought Rare, everyone was like, this was like, what, 2002? Everyone was like, oh, they got Rare. But I was like, yeah, but none of the people that work at Rare worked or um, currently didn't didn't work on Donkey Kong Country, you know? They didn't work on those games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. developers leave all the time. But I mean... This is this is a seven point five billion dollar purchase. This is an investment. There, I really don't think they're going to be doing exclusives with something. You can't do that with something like this. Like, what did Disney do when they bought um, Star Wars for four billion dollars? They just start churning shit out, right? That's what they did because they didn't want to make. They want to get a return on their investment, and I think they
1: it, butchered it.
0: Hey, I'm not talking. I don't. I'm not talking about <laughs> quality. I'm just saying what they did is they put content out. Like we got a TV show. We got three. We got four movies since they purchased it. Um, we got a video game. I don't think that... Really, well, no, Disney has the rights to that, so we got a video game. We got two video games, right?
1: Shit, five movies.
0: What am I missing? We got the three Star Solo. Wars. Oh, you're right. Five movies. and so Yeah,
2: five with Solo.
0: Yeah, yeah. The movie mm-hmm. was not very good, so that's why I forgot I about just, it.
2: <laughs> and then Mandalorian.
1: As I said, a show, the now. TV everybody show. Everybody come into the boardroom. Show, yeah, all right. Right, As you guys all know, we bought, uh, one of the companies we absorbed last year was id Software. We're going to be rebuilding Doom from the ground up. Our main character is no longer going to be called the Doom Slayer. His name is now Flower Puffy Man. <laughs> and he's going to be the most colorful. And people are just going to be like, I can't. I, what, you're destroying it. you know. So I just hope that that's not what happens. Yeah. And
2: I don't think they will. Yeah, like my thing is, is I hope whoever is like whatever, the person that's going to be over this Or whatever the several people that are i think they would like i hope they would say listen we spent all this money but there's a reason we spent all the money on this big buy it's because obviously they were doing something right and we see this as investment like you said pete so hopefully they'll just be like let's capitalize on all the good let's clean up all the bad and the shoddiness because now we kind of represent them too you know like they're kind of in our wheelhouse now we need to make them look good and be on point with us and then yeah let's let's uh Put it all out there and, you know, wreak our, you know, benefits and, uh, you know, the profits we can get from not making this totally exclusive. Like, hopefully that's the drive. I feel like that would be the best business decision yeah. because people, no matter what, at the end of the day, we've already talked about this, about the console wars. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Some people don't give a shit about anything to do with anything of the systems, any of the hardware, anything. It's a loyalty thing. Like, at the end of the day, I will. if I had to get a console, I probably would still get Xbox because I'm just...
0: You can't teach an
2: old dog new tricks, too. Like it's part that, and then it's part just loyalty.
0: See, I I, I learned my lesson with that. Like I always, that's why I got an Xbox One, and I was left in the dust with all those exclusives. And I think, I think you just need to look. I think loyalty is not. I mean. If that's, what, if that's your thing, and, and loyalty is your thing, I mean, fine, and you're happy with your choices, that's fine. I'd think logically, like, for me, I think more, I think because, I mean, like, this is why I try to think logically when it comes to the things that I buy and it comes to video games. And so, I'm thinking, like, yeah. you have all these games that I want to play on this system, and it's cheaper, like... Maybe I should have I mean logically
2: that one. that's good, but you also have said like very vehemently at times like they burned me once. I am never going back. And like well, I feel like that comes from a place of passion. It has yeah, driven you into the logicism.
0: There there is some validity in that. I'll give you that. Um if someone <laughs> if someone burns me, I'm not gonna be
2: Oh, i get you yeah
0: so there is yeah there is this, if if xbox has done you right i mean that's what i that's why i bought an xbox one i stuck because of how great the 360 was and i believed in their. for whatever reason i believed in their connect technology and i was way wrong about that so there may be some animosity towards the xbox system but i also was i i was an xbox guy when ps2 was out and i got burned by them right because ps2 had all the exclusives like kingdom hearts and final fantasy 10 oh, okay, yeah. and so i still went with 360 because they what they did was they came out way before ps2 did it came out like four months before ps2 did or ps3 did so but um yeah there there are some for me now it's mostly just games right they have oh, yeah. xbox doesn't have the exclusives that i want to play ps4 ps4 does and they uh, also have all the third party games which is funny because i don't play uh, multi-plat games on PS4 I pretty much play them on my PC so
2: yeah I was going to say like honestly like at the end of the day right now I don't have direct plans to buy either console um, or any console I've considered a Switch because I want to play the games on those <laughs> uh, and it's like it's been a long time since I've been like in the Nintendo house you know but I grew up on it so I really miss like just it in general it's Just the, the games are different and stuff so I miss it But, like, right now I think I'm kind of in this middle ground of, like, I'm on the PC a lot. That's what I play primarily on. Um, The only time, for those that do watch me stream, the only time I'm on Xbox is when I stream um, a Skyrim. Although I did find a way that I can, like, cast it to my computer now. So it's a little dodgy, but I can do it. (laughs) It's just I do everything on my PC now. like And so to keep it all here, it's like everything's here, and especially since I stream... I hope the new Xbox has that better, like Twitch is better on there for streaming, because it's a big thing now, and it needs to be a better integration, but that's why I prefer PC.
0: That's, yeah, but, that's, that's a stream point. I'm wondering how that's going to play out because they incorporate Streaming it. is
2: huge now. Yeah. Yeah, streaming is huge. They like when you do it on Xbox or unless <laughs> if you're listening to this and I've just got it wrong, please hit me up. <laughs> like slide into my DMs because to me, <laughs> like literally when I stream, all I can do is have my game going. And there's a little bitty window in the corner that says uh, if my mic's on, how many are watching and stop stream. Like it's literally all I can have in the corner.
0: I think the same you thing on PS4. It's the same yeah, area. okay.
2: So, yeah, but I'm hoping the like if, yeah, if it's it this, is. I heard PS4 was better, but I mean, if if this is the case for both of them, streaming is so huge now, they need a better system or something like to make your game window a little bit smaller so you can see your chat would do wonders. And streaming yeah. is so huge. Capture huge, card. Huge.
0: Yep. I was going to say, yeah,
2: well, yeah, I, was, I know that's like the thing, but I'm talking like in house. I want an inbox solution here. Yeah, I don't well, have to buy in, something
1: in else. Per- for PlayStation, you can remove assets from your screen while you're playing. You can have the whole chat. You can have uh, a bigger camera. You can put effects on your camera. They're, trust me, the only camera you can use though is the the PlayStation camera, which is uh, not, not good. Yeah,
2: yeah right, right. Um, so yeah, so like, I just hope that whatever it is, they do better on that because I feel like streaming is such a huge thing now um so many people big to you know big time but also so many small time streamers and um you know so i feel like it's a silly thing not to at least have looked into and put in there
0: yeah i mean anyways uh, yeah that's mm, that's ahead. a good point we didn't even talk about that cuz we saw ps4 and xbox 1 uh, actually start incorporating streaming capabilities built into their system so I, I i'm guessing i think you're right we'll probably see a more robust probably not quite as good as having a capture card like on a pc with the options you can do but that'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't have anything else. I'm here. I'm going to, uh, close out the show here. And I just want to add this marks, literally, this is pretty much our one year anniversary. At least the show is one year anniversary. The first episode yeah. I uploaded was on September 22nd. So we since then we've had over 2000 plays. I think this is going to be our, our 30th episode. Um, and we got to interview some pretty cool people like David Hader, Michael Katz and Kyle Higgins. So, um, It's been milestones. Yeah, and so a little bit on the way. Ruthie, I picked up Ruthie, and then picked up Josh too. Um, And it's been freaking fantastic. I just love doing this show and talking with you guys. And. I'm so glad Ruthie you responded to my my call for a co-host on Reddit. So <laughs> I'm so
2: nervous. For yeah. those that don't know, actually for those that don't know when I reached out to Pete, I don't think I've ever told this story. No. I don't think we ever told. Maybe not. He put out a call. No, yeah, he put you out a call not. on he put out a call on Reddit just looking for like uh, he wanted some female representation because he feels like it's not done in podcasts a lot. For yeah. nerds. Well, in general, like in I mean, yeah, just- it's getting better. But having women, like, nerds out there represented or, like, where they're actually in a voice of, you know, hosting or co-hosting or anything is not a huge thing. And so he kind of talked about what the show did. And he's just like, oh, I'm just looking. And I was just like, that would be fun. Like, I like to talk nerdy things. I don't know everything. But I basically messaged him and was like, okay, I'm a nerd. I'm into this stuff. This is kind of the fandoms I'm in. I promised you I'm not up on the news all the time. I don't know everything, Uh, you know, and you know, sometimes it's going to be a struggle <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm in there and I'm like, also you should know I'm a voice actress and, uh, I could possibly make you lose fan base because like some people may not like my work or what it's about. And he's like, Psh, I don't care about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like nope. if you're a nerd and you're cool with the show and yeah. you're not an asshole. Then I'd love to have you on and we'll see how it works out. So it's yeah. pretty funny.
0: <laughs> and so what was funny about that was like, I actually had to delete that post because I had so much vitriol on that post because like the first post was like oh like be prepared to be flirted with and sexually harassed on every episode i was like oh my god and like i'm
2: like and i literally
0: was like this is what it's like when you're a woman in a woman creator like this is the shit you probably got to deal with on like a daily basis like i just wanted i wanted a woman to join me because i wanted that representation you know i want i i mean i know that there aren't a lot of women that are you know I mean, now it's it's definitely grown. You know, see women streamers all the time and whatnot. But I just wanted to have representation, and then I kind of wanted to have another host. And then that's when Josh came into play. But, man, I got such vitriol on there. I had to delete the post. And I think I, it was crazy because I must have just deleted it right before you messaged me because it was like, I was Yeah, like, I went
2: back to double check because I messaged you, and I think it was like a day or so before you were able to get to it. and. And I was thinking, oh, man, maybe I messaged the wrong person. It's not good. <laughs> so then I went back and I was just like, oh, the post isn't there anymore. And I'm like, oh. But then you answered back. And I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> there you <And> are. Then, <laughs> so I'm, it's funny.
0: And then the first episode was like, I, I think we did a, a year, not a year in review. We did a up What's Upcoming episode. And I was like, you know what? i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna and i didn't even like talk to you, you just i put i got you on, on on sky or discord or whatever it was and we just talked and i was like boom and it worked out great i was like okay this is cool like we can do this and then josh i always knew you know like when you told me you wanted to do it i was like you know i had reservations about i remember with a friend i remember when
1: you asked me i remember when you asked me back when it was grown-up nerd and you're like hey are you interested in doing this and i was like like i didn't even hesitate i was like i will do it with you every step of the way i am there let's go well we
0: did one of my favorite episodes was our talking about game, our experiences working for gamestop that's like still one of my yeah. favorite episodes and i think one of the yeah. funniest episodes that we've done was talking about that so um yeah i'm just gonna I just wanted to close that out that we hit this has been one year it's been a fantastic year and i hope we get to do another year you know and yep. hopefully we bring on um, more more people that we can interview and, and discuss with. So it's been a lot of fun. So thank you both for your time and your hard work and conversations and everything. It's just been quite the pleasure, and I appreciate it.
2: Well, thank you, Pete. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're all
1: welcome. <clears throat> but... Thank you for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> uh,
0: well, as I always say, it's an honor and a pleasure and i hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll be back sunday to talk about a sad topic but a fun topic uh, and i'll just leave it at that so Ruthie, interesting and, interesting yeah i'll leave it at that i probably already put out too many hints about it but anyways ruthie and josh it's been a ton of fun and i'll see you both on sunday
2: yes yeah, all, all right
0: all. can't Until wait don't be
1: shitty <laughs> yeah <laughs> adios